Gone Girls podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls podcast. The Gone Girls podcast show. Do you call yourself a music fan? Are you the one making the playlist for all the parties? Then you've got to listen to the Pinch Music Podcast where we interview musicians, engineers, producers, and music lovers of all types. We even put together playlists for any and all occasions. So if you want to have the Beatles vs. Stones debate, pick up some engineering tips, or just discover a new artist, you got to check out the Pinch Music Podcast, all a part of the Paperhouse Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gone Girls Podcast. I'm Akara Martinez-Savone. And I'm Shauna Lane. And today we've got and an we have well, at the same time, Katie Boyle. Yay! <laughs> Hi! Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for, being for being here, here in our apartments across the interwave. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie is a comedian and host of the Shift podcast, um, which is, tell me if I'm wrong, it's a sex and dating uh, podcast. With an Irish twist? Yeah, that's it, exactly. So my co-host is, is, a, is Irish-American, but he grew up in Ireland, so uh, we both live here now. So we just talk about that, how it has okay. ruined our sex lives. <laughs> Interesting. I was wondering if uh, sex is different in Ireland compared to uh, the U.S., yeah, definitely in New York City anyway, because New York City is just like everybody's having sex before they have like a phone call with someone. It's very, very... <laughs> That's true. It's like a high five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sex is very casual here. So, and then there's like women of my age, younger women now are better, but there would have been a lot of, lot, grew up with a lot of shame and wouldn't even know like about m- masturbation and stuff like that. So... How old are you? Oh, I'm 29, but I look younger, right? I I'm know, really you Yeah, you look like a baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I kissed a 22-year-old once, and he was shocked when he found out I was nearly 30. God, so hot. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> um, Katie, so how long have you been here in the U.S.? I'm so curious. Um, um, I'm always so curious, because I feel like it's so hard to get to the U.S. and even, like, work in the U.S., and comedy is hard anyway, so it's so inspiring to talk to people that are able to do that yeah yeah I'm pretty lucky it's uh it'll be six years in November so I guess five and a half years wow okay cool yeah so just yeah just and did you start and... doing stand-up um in Ireland or did you start here in the U.S. no I started here five years ago in August so I actually came here to be an artist um, and hated, I was working for Mama PS1, but I hated it, and then it just turned me off the whole thing, and then I just started doing comedy, so. I looked on your website, and I looked at your art. It's fabulous. No, I loved it. I had no idea that you did that. That's so fantastic. Oh, thank you. That's so funny. I was just laughing to my friend that I didn't realize I still had, like, my art page up, and that it's on my comedy website. I guess whenever I made it years ago, I was like, oh, I'll just stick it on. Who knows? Well, but... when I saw it, I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was, like, a joke thing, like, Katie's art, and I thought it was going to be, like, six figures or, like, potato. I don't know. And then I was oh, like, art oh, is hilarious. I was like, oh, she's actually an artist. That's cool. But I... I get how it could 
you could get into that world and be like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there. It's funny because the comedy community, like I've found, it's been really nice and like supportive and. Um, I've only had positive experiences with it whereas the art world here was very like exclusive and I was an intern and working with a lot of rich kids and I just they were just kind of mean yeah so. I can't imagine anything less creative than trying to create art with a bunch of rich kids who are like oh, oh. this is what I have to work with a jet um, <laughs> any kind of things I can find to create with and you're like <laughs> I mean, I don't know what your socioeconomic background is, but, you know. Well, I cut up my mom's, mom's chanel bag. <laughs> at, at the time, because I was interning there, and it was like 40 hours a week, and then I was, uh, the first bar job I got was a bad one because he didn't, I didn't have New York City experience, only Irish, so I had no money, and I couldn't afford food, so I was like with these rich people, and then I was stealing bagels from the MoMA, and then I ended up get, putting on weight. I actually got a little fat. Because I was eating eight bagels a day, so. <laughs> so I did not relate to those people. <laughs> oh God! You had to have had a really bad experience in the art world in order to be like, I think I'm going to make more money doing stand up. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, but on it, I did like you know, I went to art college. I wanted to be an artist since I was like two or something. I was like drawn since I was very small. But you, you, when you leave our college and coming over here, you, you, it's, it's a luxury degree. You can't like you can you can make you can make a lot more money doing stand up, and it's more practical because it's you get criticism straight away. It, you know, you go to your shows, but like you could be making an art piece for like a year, and no one's gonna see it. And if they do, it's just yeah, it's a rich person's. It's a luxury. It's a yeah. Yeah. Great story though. Interesting. Do you still um, do you still create art? Nah, I you I done with sometimes. It? Sometimes. I painted this. It's weird. I'll I'll show you for the pool yes. watch, but I need to finish it. It, it will be a flower. <laughs> I love that. Thanks. Oh my gosh, that's, so that's awesome. You should put all your art stuff. I'm like, I'm gonna mom you now. You should put all your stuff on Etsy and sell it. You can make a killing. Okay. People need decorations for their home. One of a kind pieces from an artist in New York. Translated yeah, from Ireland. Yeah. There was a TikTok of a guy who did that. He put it on eBay and he made like 18 grand. He just like made like a shitty piece of art and he, yeah. So maybe, maybe I'll eBay something. Girl, put that, put that flower on TikTok for $18,000. <laughs> Hell it. yeah. Do it. Do 25 it. and save, but say $25,000 or best offer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, and to all of our listeners, if anybody wants to buy this piece of art, just let us know and we'll put you in contact with Katie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a flower, yeah. <laughs> which it's represents flowers and stuff <laughs> yeah it was so it was so embarrassing when I was because I was just looking at my website tonight that's so funny that you said it but uh my art website and because it it's really just a portfolio for the for the teachers to to um grade you so like reading the descriptions of the art I was like mortified I was like oh I use <laughs> words like depiction and you know oh. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like the history of art art history and all that stuff I remember because I, I I did some art like when growing up too not as extensive as you but um my the worst part for me was the history class of like having to learn the art all that stuff was like oh it's like I don't care I just want to do art <laughs> it's in a paint I, I, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I used to sleep a lot in the art history, but I actually do like art, art history when I learned it myself, if that makes sense. But yeah, because about... you like choose what you want to learn. Exactly. And there's something, I don't know why art lecturers who teach art history, they're always so boring. It's like, it, that's like, like a qualification they have to have. Like his voice was so nice and he would turn off the lights. I would fall asleep. One time I fell asleep and I woke myself up because I farted and I <laughs> as well. So. I had an epiphany a couple weeks ago and I was like, you know what? Comedians should be teachers. All teachers should be comedians or like, do you know what I mean? Like the only way you're going to teach people if it's funny. Cause that's like yeah. the only thing that when I learned in classes, it was only cause like my favorite teacher was the funny ones. The other ones were boring and I didn't remember anything that they said. Yeah, that's so true because even with, what's his name? Kumo? Kiamo? Kiamo? I don't know. The governor of New York? Cuomo. Oh, Cuomo. Cuomo. <laughs> Andrew. Oh because <laughs> 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 he's funny. I watched this briefing today and I was like, ah oh, ha ha. <laughs> That's tricky because if someone's funny, then you might like them for the wrong reasons. Like yeah. men. Yeah. And there's something I always like men for the wrong reason. <laughs> that that's yeah. the only reason. The wrong reason. Mm. Yeah, I don't know anything about him particularly, but I was like, oh, he's funny. Good for him. That's he's, yeah. he was like throwing in little little quips. It's like, oh. oh yeah, oh yeah. Gonna start the morning off right with a little Cuomo. What kind of guys do you like, Katie? Just out of curiosity. Oh, bad ones. Ooh. Like bad boys, or just like disgusting. Like guys. mentally unstable. Um, well, the pandemic. I know, but the pandemic's good for me because I'm trying to change. And like, I purposely went on Hinge and like was like only liking guys. And I know it sounds silly to say, but like who have a good job, who seem like they have like a bit of structure, because I feel like that that already shows that they're maybe yeah. a bit normal. Yeah. Whereas before, it was like dating like bartenders and like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Not that all bartenders are like that, but a lot of them are on cocaine. So, yeah. and I don't do drugs. You sort of detoxed from bad guys during this. Yeah, it's great because I can't date them. It's so lovely. I've been like virtually dating one guy, I guess is, is that what it's called? Like we FaceTime like six times and uh, yeah, he's lovely. He has like a, he's like an architect and he Aww. seems nice, but you know, so we'll see. But yeah, usually kind of like mean, possessive, jealous men yeah they're real yeah. fun guys yeah I've been detoxing that? off of fried food and sugar so I you've been do. what I've been detoxing off of fried food and sugar during the pandemic oh okay great great I I yeah I feel much healthier my roommate I just sent her money and she's doing all the cooking because she likes doing it Ooh. and so I'm like eating vegan now not like Ooh. I'm not a vegan but she is so that's what I'm eating so I feel healthy and she makes juices in the morning it's great well, yeah. when you said, what is that? Like, why do women date uh, shitty men? A bad childhood. <laughs> it's right. like something to do with like, yeah, I, I think so. I think people end up dating shitty people as something to do with something happening when they were younger. Yeah. I, for, I think, I mean, when I look back at the bad decisions I made, I, it was mostly out of boredom. I was like, Ooh, oh, this yeah. guy, like this guy's exciting. Like the, the like stable guys are always so boring to me. Also, I mean, I'm a little crazy myself. I was like, I know I need someone that's a little stable, but like, I need a little bit of pizzazz, like a little, like something crazy. But even if you're with the crazy, you're like, okay, you need to stable it down. It's like a, you know, it's a balancing yeah. act. It's hard. That's true as well. And maybe it's like a commitment issue as well, because with a stable guy, you know, mm -hmm. that it could work out. You could be together and you could be happy. And you're like, fuck that. When at least with a crazy guy, you're like, it has a, 
it's, yeah. it's, it's going to spoil. What's that, what's that called when food goes bad? Expiration date. Ex expiration. I'm not good with words. <laughs> Me either. That was just a look at the draw. <laughs> Hi, Goners. Come listen to our new bonus episode, Secrets with the Gone Girls, now available on Patreon, where we go even deeper with our guests and get them to divulge a deep, dark secret with us. Come listen on patreon.com slash the Gone Girls crew today. But shh, don't tell. It's our little secret. I was calling the the, the COVID COVID for like a month. <laughs> And then I said it on the podcast so and Des was like, that's not, that's not right. What's wrong with you? I was like, this sounds cute. A Colby D. A Colby D. Because it's like an STD, you know? <laughs> I'm scared of both. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. So uh, we have, so you saw the questions that we sent in? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start with um, the first question, which is somewhere. Here it is. Okay. Um, what is your biggest fear and why? Uh, oh, getting getting ill, you know, like getting Alzheimer's or um, like losing the ability to see or talk or like, you know, like serious illnesses. Oh, so something and, that'll and like just hinder, like the ability yeah. to free, like freedom to like do stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that like, you know, yeah. Like if I see like a blind person or like someone like, or someone talks about like someone having Alzheimer's, I have to like touch wood or like, <laughs> I have a crazy, I'm a bit crazy as well. I am obsessed with this superstition. Like Irish people, you touch wood, it means um, no, it won't happen. The bad thought that you think it's like a, it's a solution, but sometimes I can't find wood. So, and I'm not religious, but I have a cross my father gave me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if I can't find it, I have to kiss this because Jesus Christ's cross was wood. And then I, the bad, and it's great because I'm not even religious. I don't know. This is just like a crazy OCD thing I have. So if I see someone who was like blind or whatever, I have to like start kissing my cross. I'm like, well, I'm glad they're not seeing this. I'm like, that's who's this a, crazy bitch? That's a very creative, uh, neuroses, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to have to put my shoes all in a line or I would was convinced as a child my leg would break if they oh. were like mental. Yeah, I date I date mental men because the same man won't date me. It's like this crazy bitch when they get to know me. Like how long can you hide shit like that for? Right, and the guy who's crazy is like, I get it. I line up my shoes. Yeah, I get it. I used to, um, oh, yeah. I used to truly believe in the, like, remember that when you were a kid, like, step on the crack and break your mother's back? Like, I, there was a time in my life when I friend that I was like, oh my god, I can't step on these cracks. Like, it really messed with my head. Now I know it's not true, no, yeah. but like, I mean, I, I get that. I get those, like, little, you know, omens or like, you know, just little beliefs. Yeah, I was the same with the lines. I couldn't walk on the lines, but I wasn't because I didn't hear the saying, step on your mother's back it just would like get it in my head all of a sudden that I'm not allowed to walk on the lines weird so kid. Funny. yeah <laughs> or like walk on like you know if you had tiles like I could only walk in between the tiles like you know it's like I don't know weird but funny <laughs> it's funny it's funny as well because I'd say majority of people have that one especially with the lines because I remember as kids like playing it yeah 
Wait, so what exactly is the fear? For oh, Ill illnesses, I guess. Got it. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that for sure. Yeah, of course. You had an illness. Yes, but I and I was never really that scared before, even though I'd had Lyme disease when I was growing up. I always say I'm like, I never had anything wrong with me before I got cancer. And then I'm like, well, I had Lyme disease. That was pretty bad. <laughs> totally forgot that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. But now I'm, I'm definitely, I'm more nervous. But I'm not like, I don't know. I'm also like, I could get run over by a truck. I don't know. Whatever. Well, yeah. you're taking the steps to also take care of yourself. So that helps. Yeah, I think we have some sort of like control. Like, all right, if yeah. I do this then, you know, it won't take me to that place. Yeah. Oh, I have yeah. a more lighthearted one. I, yeah. I I do have a fear of a murderer being under my bed and still to this day, I check underneath my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I that was the lighthearted one. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, you would think that's so unrealistic and I, I still check and this closet, I yeah. put glass up. Uh, sometimes so like if the person comes out in the middle of the night I'll hear even though I've already checked it's insane but um <laughs> but I saw I saw a fucking video recently where there was uh, a, a girl there was a guy under her bed and she dropped her phone and then she went into the bathroom because she'd seen him and it was just like some crazy guy like, this is fucking America murderers could be under my bed can you check yeah. your closet right now because I'm nervous <laughs> <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Oh no! Oh, good. wait. No one there. What was that? <laughs> it was the killer jackets. Can you just show us your outfits? <laughs> Fashion show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't changed my underwear today, so just oh, that I would tell you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's oh, okay. Good, good. I'm not even oh. wearing any underwear, so it's fine. Nice. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Nothing from the waist down. Underwear gets two days in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Totally. Seriously, don't know why a nice guy wouldn't date me. <laughs> so then this uh, pandemic must be freaking you out, kind of. No, I'm doing oh. great. I wouldn't wish, yeah, I wouldn't wish this death on them. Um, on anyone and uh of course but i am i'm doing really really well in it and selfishly with comedy it was the first time i was like making good money and i had a lot of nice gigs built up and i gotten into a really good festival that i wanted to get into um where a lot of my friends who when they went they got agents afterwards or managers or whatever so it would have been a good would have been a good couple of months for me but i don't care i'm like it'll it'll come it'll come when it comes even if it's next yep. year and then secondly i fucking yeah. needed a break I fucking yeah. Was so, I was doing. Yeah. It's crazy, especially comedians. Yeah. We're like psychopaths, and I know. or anyone in New York. Not, not even just comedians. Sorry, anyone in New York. It's like we have to work until we can't even make it. To you the have bed to, to go work to sleep yourself crazy, and then once you get to that point of psychotic working, that's when all the good stuff comes, and it's like now I really have to work even harder. Like. It's, it's not so, I mean, it's kind of like a blessing, but like you have everything ready to go, which is exciting and you'll be refreshed and ready to come back. Yeah. Like hopefully those things, those opportunities are still there, but I feel like they will. I'm not going to worry too much about it. And then yeah. I just, I'm like guilt-free, relax. Like obviously I'm still like writing. Well, I'm not really writing, but I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm doing my podcasts and Zoom shows. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's so nice. It's just, it's still nice to take yourself out of the game, you know, and not have like FOMO and not feel like you have to go to every event 
oh yeah, I'm doing, I'm like going to husband it up afterwards. I'm going for a boring guy. I'm going to get pregnant. And yeah. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to kid during the day and you do comedy at night. I am good luck to the next guy who dates me. Pandemic <laughs> inspiration. You know what? I forgot my headphones. Is that a problem? No, I don't think so. Sounds okay, fine. fine. My end. Yeah. Okay, great. I just have to have headphones so it doesn't pick up your voice. Yeah, exactly. But you're okay on my side. Okay. Oh, but is it? Oh, this is picking up. My phone is picking up everything. But that's okay. I'm recording you on on my end. It's okay because it's fine. Um. Okay. Cool. All right. Next question is: Have you conquered any fears? Um. Yeah. Is this? Am I not, well? Orgasming. I was afraid to orgasm before. You were afraid really to have an orgasm. Yeah, because you know when you get that feeling right before, it freaked me out. So I didn't orgasm for like years, and then eventually I like sat down one day and I was like, "We're gonna get through this." And like, you like scared you were gonna pee or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought the com- the coming feeling was I thought I was gonna wet myself. And yeah. So I just never would release. So I was like having all this sex for years with boyfriends. And I was just thought I was like, uh, whatever, it's just not going to be for me. But yeah, so I got over it. Uh, oh, then, good. And then did you hate that guy that was not giving you the orgasm? Or you were like, it's not his fault. So. Oh, no, I just didn't know. I just thought I was. I guess I just thought that I had orgasm before and that that weeing feeling was me going to wet myself. I wasn't really sure. And then the older I got, I was like, oh, that's definitely not orgasming. And then the older I got, I was like, I need to get through this. I only like started orgasming like two years ago. Oh my gosh. Um, I know. And it's then great. did you look like a different person after you started having orgasms? Were you my like- mental health was better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like way more chill. Now I'm like, because I used to like care what people thought a lot. And I think once I started orgasming, I was just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, I think so. Or maybe that's just getting older. <laughs> Who knows? Wow, so it sort of worked like an antidepressant for you. Yeah, or, definitely. Or anti-anxiety. Anti-anxiety, yes. yes. 100%. Well, congratulations. Yeah, Yeah, because even when I would have one night, I haven't had, well, I've had a fair few of one night stands, but not a lot because I would feel like a lot of shame, but I would feel a lot of shame after them. But then I only realized later in life, it's just because I wasn't orgasming. I just was like having bad sex. Now yeah. it's like I know how to orgasm, so and I, I don't really like one night stands anyway. But if I were to have casual sex, it would though I wouldn't feel guilty the next day or shitty because it's like satisfied. Yeah, it's great. that's awesome. Good that for you. Excellent, excellent fear to get over for sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Yes. Okay. Um, how are we doing on time, Shauna? 13 minutes. Okay, cool. I think is I have an old, hold on. This is very professional. Oh, she's leaving. Oh, she has a job. I have yoga pants on the bottom. Nice. I don't want to show the bottom half of my body for the rest of my life. I just want to be like, for, like that, like waist up. That's it, and I'm good, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I forgot the first question that we normally ask, but I'll ask it now. Um. What are some of the things that you find difficult in life? Oh, I have um like night uh really bad nightmares every night. 
So that's kind of difficult because sometimes I feel like I didn't sleep properly. So I like not having a day job because then I can sleep later. But my sleeps don't feel like fully slept, if that makes sense. Do you have oh. like night terrors where you're like terrorized? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're Whoa. pretty, pretty. Yeah, and I have those same reoccurring nightmare because so my um, my birth mother uh, has uh, undiagnosed mental health issues, but definitely mental health issues. But she was convinced that someone would like uh, come in and murder us a lot, and like sometimes we would hide under the stairs, or if the cat was meowing outside, she thought it was an axe murderer. So I have this. Like, like I'm fine during the day but at night my brain is like oh you're fucked up um, so, no. so yeah no. nightmares yeah. you call her your birth mother yeah because we're not we we we, we haven't had contact in 11 12 years oh oh which is fine I just got distracted because there's a man outside my apartment and he is measuring the space between the window and the other wall it's so oh my bizarre. god he wants anyway. to see if he can drag your body out that window <laughs> I mean he's like an old man but yeah no I'm fine I'm great best decision on like uh, for anyone listening if you have like a a, a a parent some people shouldn't have kids then you can just be like see you later you can you can you know they say you can't choose your family no you can't fucking choose choose other people oh I see yeah. so from an empowered place you were like it's best for me if I estrange myself from this person yeah oh yeah it was my decision 100% yeah and oh, best okay. thing I ever did so oh. Oh, okay. So do you have yeah. a, a replacement mother? Well, I've had a stepmother since I was seven. Oh, oh. that's good. And yeah, so I'm lucky. Oh, oh she's good. amazing. Yeah, yeah. She calls me like oh, most days, always had since I was oh. a kid. Yeah, oh, she's nice. Well, so yeah. you're like the duck who gets a dog as its mom or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was the stray duck. <laughs> good. <laughs> all right yeah whatever <laughs> yeah. Good. no it's yeah, great it's like a success story yeah yeah it's a success story definitely go to the dog if the duck mom is out of its fucking mind I yeah, yeah 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 exactly especially when people don't like want to help help themselves or whatever so when there's nothing you can do you just have to go right i'll put in my time my time was 18 years so and i was like say later Ooh. um but yeah so that's you can only do what you can do that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time to put in. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, I'm really happy I had a shitty childhood because uh, the pandemic is nothing for me. People are like, yeah. oh, we're not gonna be able to leave our house for three months. I'm like, try and leave with my fucking psychotic mother for 18 years, okay? Yeah. I'm, this is a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who? she she prepped me for this. A year, that's Dream nothing. Life. I can do a year, baby. <laughs> Everyone should have bad childhoods because then the world won't be as bad when you go out into it, right? <laughs> yeah, everything's amazing. I'm like, oh, every, I am, everybody says I'm so positive. And I'm like, yes, yeah, because everything was bad before. And now I'm like, ha, oh, bed? Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, okay, so we have um, a segment that we ask all of our guests if there's anything that they need in their life that we can give our advice on but it's mostly we just want to push our advice onto you we're not professionals therapeutic, but therapeutic. therapeutic I, advice yeah i do have one actually okay so let's say with the guy i've been facetiming um you know he's kind of gone around to, like because i've never bring up a mother but i bring up stepmother and dad and he's tried to ask about it but i sidestep it but I, what is the appropriate amount of time, like, let's say when you're, we're obviously not dating, dating, because it's just like, but let's say when we, we end up in the real world, if we end up dating, 
before you can reveal your crazy childhood? Like what's the crazy side? Because you don't want to scare them off either. You don't want them to think you're crazy too. Can I take this one? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have lots of experience <laughs> with crazy. Um, myself and uh, I attract a lot of crazy people. Uh, why? Are, I need a backup question. Why are you not revealing anything at this point? Has it not come up? Or do you feel like uh, you're going to push them away? Well, I feel, A, I don't want them to associate me with it because they might just, it's more of an insecurity that they would think, oh, okay. if, you know, or whatever, they might think I'm a bit like damaged. And then secondly, it's more because any guy I've told and then they've turned out to be a bad person, I felt like, oh, I gave you a bit of myself. Like, because it's, like, so private. I know I share it on podcasts and stuff, but that's fine. But when it's, like, yeah. something intimate, like, in intimate details, I'm, Got like, it. I feel hard done by that I, that I gave them that information. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, I can relate to that. Uh, oh, since it's coming from a, a place of you want it to be private and you are waiting to be super vulnerable around this person, it feels like a healthy decision that you're waiting. So I'm gonna say, you seem like someone who follows your gut fairly well. I would say that you'll probably know when okay, great. you feel comfortable enough that you can reveal that. And I think you'll feel safe enough that you're like, oh, I can, I can tell, I can share with him, you know, this stuff. That's great, okay, good, yay. Yeah. Yeah, and also if you're, like if he asks about your childhood and maybe you don't want to share yet, you can also just say, that's for another time, maybe down the road, I'll tell you about it. Cause then it's not, you're not holding it back, but you can't say everything all at once when you first meet someone, even though like that's personally, I'm like, I want to tell, I want to, I want to know everything from everybody. And I want to tell everybody everything all the time, but you do need to take time to get to know someone, especially if you're not sure who they are, you don't want to give that information out. Yeah, and people can use it against you. I've had guys exactly. use it like to manipulate or to kind of nag. And you're like, wow, you yeah. bastard. Yeah. Right. Oh. My, my, boyfriend, my boyfriend told me on our first date that both his kids were in jail. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, good to know. <laughs> but women are so more understanding. We're like, we're, that's like maybe an attractive quality. We're like, wow. <laughs> I did think it was really sweet that he told me that he was like, ah, because he's sort of like, I was like, oh, I heard you have kids. And he was like, oh, and he was like, I should just tell you, you know. They're both in jail. That's mad. <laughs> right. And a boy and a girl. It wasn't even like it was two boys in jail, like the girl also. Anyway. <laughs> Did they rob a bank together? <laughs> no, it was two separate uh, things. Oh, that would be funny, though, if they did. Yeah, that'd that be great. Be, that would be actually kind of cool. Uh, no, they, they have, you know, drug and alcohol problems. Jesus. Yeah. So. They're actually nice. good kids, but um, yeah. Anyway. I can't top that, but on my first date with my husband, I asked him what our five, his, his five-year plan was. And he was, he always says, he's like, that was so aggressive. I'm like, I want to know, don't waste my time. Cause I have my plan. And if you're not into it, then you can just leave because I don't want to waste my time with you. If you're That's not great. into it on the first date, you asked him what his five-year plan was. Yeah. Cause I was yeah, like, that cause 
I had I had uh, given up so much to move to New York and do stuff, and I know my personality, and I was like, I don't want to get involved with anybody that's going to take away from what I'm focused on, especially not someone who doesn't know what the hell they're doing. And I also wasn't like the kind of girl that always had boyfriends. I was more like, I dated a guy, and after two weeks, I was like, nah, waste of time. Waste. I'd rather just be with my girlfriends because they like, you know, it was like, more it made me more feel alive when i was dating guys it was more like a burden they were like just dragging me down so i was like i'm not gonna waste time with anybody who doesn't even know what the hell they're doing i mean that that worked out for you yeah yeah thank god (laughs) that would it's terrifying like fair play because like i my ex-boyfriend asked me my five-year plan on on the second date and i nearly had an existential crisis so i didn't want to have fine because then you're like what is it and he his he was trying to get to like kids and he needed to know like I don't want to waste time with someone who doesn't want to have kids and I was like I don't fucking know if I want to have kids it was scary well yeah yeah I mean I didn't know what I wanted in five plans in five years but I was like I don't know and he's and he says it was terrifying he's like that was a terrifying question I'm like so I mean you gotta have some kind of idea right and I'm sure if he asked me that I'd be like I don't fucking know but it's also like, are you going to be honest with me? Are you going to make up some bullshit lie? Or are you going to say, I don't know? Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. Fair play to you. So many women are having to be chill. Um, so they're just like, uh, don't say what they want. It's better to say what you want and be direct. If you know yeah. True. True that. Okay. We're out of time. Shoved Emilio into a relationship on the first date, and he's like, I don't know, I just wanted to get high after this. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up and I was like, Where's my ring? No, I'm just <laughs> I never oh, wanted to get married, never. And now no, here I am. Yeah, great. Did you print it out or whatever? Yeah, okay. well, I, well, I thought you were serious when you're like, You need to buy a printer. I read that straight away, and I was like, What? <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, it's a joke. Oh, I oh my my right back, and I was like, I hope she didn't go buy a printer. That would be so. <laughs> no, no. I, well, did I just send, maybe I didn't send it to you, but I did write back. But I think I also got it like an hour after you sent it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was totally a joke. I, 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 I said, I, I said to Ankara, "Can you tell Katie to buy a printer so she can print out your sketch?" <laughs> No, I would have put everyone has a printer. Mm-hmm. I was like, how would I even get a printer here? I'm like so gullible. <laughs> I was like, should I put JK after that? Or I'm like, well, there's no way she can get a printer in time anyway. So I think she'll get it eventually. I don't know. <laughs> Do you have an iPhone, Katie? Yeah. So you know how have you ever done that like where you go to look at something and it and it says like printers and things nearby? Oh no! You could have done that and just printed it and see if it came out to your neighbors. Oh my god, that'd be so great! I want to do that with like a silly picture. Like, <laughs> did you uh, did you get my uh, my print? <laughs> oh my god, wouldn't that be so funny if you like sent your boobs and it was like a couple? That would actually destroy the relationship. Actually, that wouldn't uh, be funny at all. Hi, it's Katie from downstairs. <laughs> So it was like old school faxing. She's like, who did you send this to me? <laughs> oh no, my thing stopped recording. Oh, it's okay, stop. we're good on, it's okay. It's, a, it's okay. Keep, should I keep doing, should I? Okay. It's fine. Sorry. Cause it's working on my end. We should be good. We're good here. Okay, all right. 
So I wrote this uh, the sketch this week, and uh, Katie, you're playing Katie. Cool. <laughs> Ankara is Bunny, and I'm Cat. Okay, I'll set and, it up. Um, but wait, let's tell them about the words that we asked from Katie. Oh, right. Yes. I have them yes. if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So we asked Katie for three words that her family and friends used to describe her. And uh, the words that she gave us were over-worrier, loyal, and kind. And then we asked for three negative words. And she said worrier, which is hilarious because she said over-worrier first, and now she's back to worrier. She's worrying about the worry. And needy. And then the third one was um, that you ask for advice and then you don't take it and people get mad at you for not taking it. <laughs> yeah yeah I ask everybody for advice it's gone to a point now where my girlfriends have stopped giving me advice on men and my dad says if I ask I don't ask anymore either because he will always say you ask but you're never you're gonna do what you want anyway he's that has been his 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 most used phrase to me over my life that's good it sounds like you're doing research to me <laughs> I just I just don't I ask advice because it's something to talk about but I'm just gonna I'm gonna date the dickhead anyway you know <laughs> Right, right. It, it doesn't hurt to get people's opinions anyway. Yeah. yeah. What else would I talk about? I don't watch the news. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to set up the sketch. Katie's Cupcakes, a bakery, interior AM. Welcome to Katie's Cupcakes. We bake them and you take them. Can I start you off with a fast half dozen? Ooh, actually, I would love a full dozen. And do you have any caramel dream cream supreme? I promised my mother I would bring her some. Oh no, we just sold the last one. But I have a special Mother's Day cupcake. It's called the Mother's Day Mud Pie Explosion. It's really good. Mm, can I speak to your manager? Actually, Katie is here herself. Let me get her. Thank you. I love your hair. Oh, Aw, thank you. I want it to look like a flower. Achieved your goal. Katie, can you come out here? A nice woman wants to speak to you. Hi there. How can I help? Hi, my name is Kat, and I have been coming here since you opened three weeks ago, so I am a longtime customer. Oh, that's great. Welcome back. I'm very grateful to have you here. Ah, yeah. Is it possible for you uh, to make me some of the Caramel Dream Cream Supremes right now? I can come back in an hour or two. I need them for my mother. It's Mother's Day, and she's my mother. Oh, wow. Mm, okay, I guess I could. Sure. Just pay Bunny and we'll make you an order. How many do you want? A dozen would be great. Let me get right to work on it. I aim to please. Anything for a loyal customer. Thank you. How much do I owe you, Bunny? $75. Worth it. Here's my card. Is your name really Bunny? Yes. Cat. My name really is Bunny. I love your hair. See you in two hours. Bye. Bye. Bunny, is she gone? Yes. Why? I'm never going to get those done in time. Why did I do that? I, ne I have never even seen that woman before. Have you? I have been here every day for the last three weeks. Why did I say yes? 
gonna guess it has something to do with people pleasing and an inability to say no. It was a rhetorical question, Bunny. Try breathing and focusing on your breath and maybe an answer will bubble up on the surface. Thank you. Okay, I will try. Um, okay, happy to help. Can you do me one more favor? Put the close sign on the door and go home. What? Why? I quit. You quit? I quit. Well, it is beautiful out and I would love to go to the park with my boyfriend. Wait, Bunny, I can't quit. People need me and my cupcakes. You have to help me bake. It's the only answer. I will help you. Mothers everywhere will be happy today because of you, Bunny. Ooh, Bunny to the rescue with cupcakes. And cute hair. <laughs> Yay! I'm bad at No, <laughs> that was great! Good job. So good. Your Irish accent is really spot on. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been, oh my yeah, God, I've been pretending this whole time. <laughs> Could you imagine like 10 years into comedy, I'm just like, y'all, I'm really from the South or whatever. I don't know. I can't do, I can't do American accents. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh my God. I love accents so much. I love playing around with accents. I remember the first, I dated an Irish guy and he taught me tardy tree and a turd. I was like, oh, it's all about the tree. <laughs> yeah, um, people, people love that when you say yeah. that. I find um, the Irish accent to be very difficult. Anyway, for me. Yeah. Thank you for it being a so part good. of the podcast, Katie. Thank this you so fun. much. It was so great. It was nice. It was like having the chats and being sociable. Like it felt like, you know, just like a, a group girl call. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Don't, don't hang up from your Zoom yet. Okay. We just, um, do you have any week. shows that you could, that you want to plug or anything that you want to plug? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got loads to plug. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, my Instagram is at Katie Boyle Comic, and then I'm a co-host of the Shift podcast, which is the one you were talking about. Start. I also started um, my own podcast, uh, which is called We Met IRL, so where I interview people who met in real life. So obviously nobody in the pandemic right now. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I just started it. I'm going to see how it goes. So if anybody wants oh, cool. to listen to that. And then, um, yeah, I have a TikTok and a YouTube and oh, crazy online. So please follow me. And they're all Katie Boyle comics? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. great. Thank you for joining okay, us. Okay, thank you. So nice to see you. Okay, great. Yes, stay safe. Thank you. Bye, Bye Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.